Merry Christmas. <laughs> What's up? It's Taylor Waitoffer, my friend Dave Stedman with Houston Furniture today. Welcome back to um, Disruption Nation, YouTube show, podcast platform, where we highlight some of the best and the best in the greater city of Houston. Could be outside of Houston, but today we're, we're definitely in inside the city limits. And we, you know, put them on blast and, you know, figure out what they're doing and how they're doing it. And, uh, and Dave, I'm excited to, uh, to have you on the show, man. How's it going? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me, Taylor. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, um, yeah, by the way, you can, uh, this is on your favorite podcast app. You know, we're, uh, easy to find, um, Spotify, wherever. So, Check us out. Thanks for watching. And yeah, so Dave Houston Furniture has been with Houston Real Producers for a little while now. Great guy. And um, and I'm just going to start out by, you know, I, I, wore, I wore a hockey shirt for you today, man. This guy got me back on the ice playing for the first time in a long oh, time. Awesome. So. Wow, that's, that's, that's great. That's a great shirt. Yeah, thank, thank you, man. Yeah, you uh, allowed me to be able to talk myself into, you know, not having to get, you know, super dressed up today. So I appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, so should tell us a little bit about you. How long have you been, you know, with, in, with Houston Furniture? And um, yeah, just kind of give me a little bit of backstory real quick. And we'll kind of take it from there. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go way back for a second. I uh, started in the furniture business back in 1985, which is possibly before you were born. But so that's way back. And um, yeah, a little bit. So now, now I've, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, carry on this industry and in, uh, not just since 1985, but in two different countries. I started in Canada and then moved here in 96 and continued okay. in the furniture game uh, to, to date and will continue for another couple decades or, or so forth and so forth. So um, of course, Houston Furniture Rental and Sales, we opened it up in uh, 2013. So we're seven years going on eight. Um, you know, we're obviously in the furniture business where we, we actually primarily rent furniture. We also sell furniture. Uh, residential, commercial, hospitality, and uh, event furniture is uh, all part of what we do, uh, including in that, uh, you know, furniture for corporate housing. But more importantly, these days, it's been a big thing, especially for uh, Houston, uh, home staging, product for home staging. So that's been really a, a big part of what has been great for us this year. Yeah, it's been... Uh interesting to work with you a little bit and the way you have your shop set up is completely different from any other stager i've seen you know it's always intrigued me the kind of the difference between you know i'm a guy and i don't know you know how you were with just the importance of feng shui and you know the i mean i get it now but you know the difference between an interior decorator and a, and a stager you know it's a big difference and then and then so you offer you offer you know the staging capacity but also you cater to stagers you're not you know in competition with them it's it's quite the opposite you know you're wanting to work with as many stagers as possible and offer what you have to uh, to the city can you explain that better than i did <laughs> because i think sure, i think sure. it's a, no, I, I, absolutely so, for, so first of all we're not we're not a staging company and we're not we're in, right and i'm a stager all right um i i'm an experienced merchandiser in the furniture industry all right, so our showrooms are, are set up for the best merchandising, from a merchandising standpoint for shoppers uh, to, to help a shopper freely walk through and see everything that they need to see in an environment that they would can best possibly see it in so that they can say, oh yeah, that will work in this place or that will work in that place. And they can, they can kind of you know, work through it. So, mm -hmm. so we, 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 we tend to put a lot of product in 
our showrooms, everything from, you know, anything, living room, bedroom, dining room, uh, all the accessories, artwork, rugs, everything but the kitchen sink. I actually have a kitchen sink on display, but we don't <laughs> rent that out. So, so we're, we're primarily a service provider for, for business to business, really. Uh, home stagers have their own entities. They have their own business. Um, a lot of them, when they're first starting out, they may not have their own inventory, so they have to come up with it. We provide a, a, a very cost-effective rental rate for them to do that, that it, they don't have to pay high rental rates that other companies would, you know, put in front of their faces and, and they'd have to walk away from deals. We make sure that whatever their budgets are for their consumers, for their realtors, for their uh, the people selling their homes, whoever their client is, we make sure that we're able to accommodate their price point. We will not say no to it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I love it. And and we had we hosted a, an event at your at your venue with Patricia Turner's team a little while back. And it was uh it, it's impressive, you know. The how many rooms do you have? I mean, I feel like there's eight and they were all different colors. Did with just I mean, that was the theme y'all had I think, so, quite a bit. It was just the day I was happened to be yeah, there. Yeah, we probably have a good 22 different areas for yeah, yeah, just, going. yeah, just, yeah, for, for, for displays, I mean, for sure, the main, main chair, once you're kind of one, two, three, four, and then another eight, and then another room, so you're 12, and then you've got your whole accessory area, and then you get another artwork area, and, and, and houseware area, and yes, it does just keep going. We've, we've got almost 30,000 square feet of, <clears> of <throat> this floor space here that has merchandise available for every need. So, I mean, I, I just want to you know, give you a testimonial from my, my walkthrough. It's, it's, uh, it's like when you go and you're looking at someone's home and you're like, this beautiful house, can I have a tour? And they're like, sure. You know, and then they're like, go room, room, next room, next room. And it keeps going. So any realtor out there that wants to take advantage of this, this is not just for, I mean, you know, it's obviously, you know, realtors come stagers, you can work with you also, but it's just, uh, they have a lot to offer and, and you, you, you should check it out. Um, and you're off of the Beltway and what? Beltway and Lily York, between Tanner and Lily York. Yeah. So right there. And between and 290 and, and I-10. So really, go. really convenient to, you know. It is. Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was coming from the gallery. It took me all of 15 minutes max to get to you. And if you're in yeah. Cyprus or Northwest Houston, and you're Katie, right you're that middle. Middle. it's all highway, right? So it's. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. So, um, and while we're talking about that, you know, if, uh, if you just joining us, you know, Dave's having Houston Furniture, but just real quick, tell people uh, how they can get a hold of you, please. Well, call me, email, you know, uh, I'm, email is david at houstonfurniturerentals.com. Cell phone number is 713-498-7956. You can text me, you can call me. Just want a quick question answered, I'll, I'll answer it. Um, my phone's usually with me somewhere unless I'm on the ice playing hockey. Right. I can't, uh, can't answer the phone while I'm playing hockey. Yeah. No. He does an amazing job of that, by the way. I, I was, you know, complaining like everybody does about life and, you know, two kids and this and online classes and there's Corona and all, you know, he's like, Hey man, you know, it's like, who are you living your life for here? And it's like, of course you got to provide for your little guys, but at the same time you got to live for you too. Taylor didn't play hockey pads on, and I don't know, I think it was 15 years. And so, you know, I was a little, little, little sour. I, I, I went for it, played in college and I was trying to go, you know, to the next level. And when that didn't happen at 24, 25, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> and he was like, that's ridiculous. So it was at that event, by the way, that, you know, 
you called me out and I appreciate you doing that, you know? So, uh, good friend right there. He's like, you know, kind of grinded on me a little bit, which I, 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 you know, I don't know. I took him up on, it. I was like, all right, done. I'll, I'll be there. I think we were talking about it and you're telling me about, well, you know, there's a drop in game here. There's this league, this league. And I'm like, Whoa, give me one date. Let me just say yes and show up that one time. And then after that, we'll see, you know, if the ball keeps rolling. So yeah. Dave, I appreciate well, that. We kind of got into the conversation because you saw the hockey jerseys hanging in the, hanging in the hallway. And then I had the air hockey table upstairs that you did happen to beat me at. Yeah. So, I, I think he was being a good host that night, but I, I, I was going for it. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the W. Next, next goal wins. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's cool. So we got that in common, but, um, but yeah, well, thank you for what you're doing in the community. So, um, what, uh, what are you most passionate about right now? What's keeping you up at night? We're coming off 2020 going into 2021 real quick. Right. So, you know, what, uh, I know you're like me, you run, you know, high and tight, you're fast. You've got a lot going on, a lot of irons in the fire. What is it right now? And honestly, you don't have any competition. That's another thing that I found fascinating in the last 10 years of being in the real estate space, just because nobody's doing what you're doing. I would say exactly what you're doing, but like I said, nobody's doing what you're doing. So what is it that you're the most excited about right now? Future opportunities. You know, we, we, we've been on the right path the last few years and, uh, you know, we, we get more interest every single day. So I'm excited about, uh, you know, the, the interest that people have towards our company and uh, you know, whether it's a, whether it's a realtor or whether it's a, a stager that's just opening up their business or a veteran stager that's been around for forever. It, it, the, I'm most excited about always having a new way to accommodate a new request or a new need. Everything's evolving. Everything evolved this year. Like everything evolved in one year, like 2019 was, I mean, it seemed like 20 years ago compared to this year. So, 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 so we're evolved. We, I'm always excited about evolving with whatever the future presents to me now. Yeah. As uh, yeah, any, any champion would, you know, you, you adapt and overcome, you, you get, you get hit with stuff and you just, you figure it out. So um, I know I can't wait for 2020 when everybody's like, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. Mike, really, what is really going to change for you? I mean, the, 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 it's not like, it's just, okay, now because it's a new year, things are back to, you know, what, like you said in 2019. And I don't think, I think that's, that's the worst thing anybody could want is for them to go back to how they were because we're all, we're all uh, I think, further ahead along now. Yeah. Left for the moment. So, well, speaking of, you know, getting hit with stuff, what was uh, what were some of the biggest challenges that you did have, and how'd you get over it? You know, this past year. Well, um, geez, you know, I, I I'm trying to come up with the challenge that we weren't able to come up get over, and I I, I no, something that you so that you, did get just, over, you know, like like just just something that was a hiccup, okay. and you're like oh, that sucks. Okay. You know, but you figured. But here out. here's here's something. Here was my challenge. Okay, so my wife retired this year. And uh, we were supposed to go to Grand St. Lucia for a retirement. And we weren't able to do that because the world got shut down. Okay, so I needed to come up with the creative way of um, getting a palm tree in my backyard on the day that she retired because I didn't have a palm tree, which I was able to do. I got rid of an old tree and bought a brand new 12 foot palm tree, mature tree, and put that in the backyard and um, catered uh, tiki drinks and flamingos in the pool and 
everything else so that the day that she retired, she would have what she wanted the day she retired. So that was my biggest challenge was accommodating something really special for her. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. That was another year order right there. You should get yeah. something, something special so, for that. So we, were able, we were able to do it. Then I had to kind of do like a little surprise thing where I got all my daughters to kind of, you know, hide in the garage and bring out balloons and give her a great big surprise party. So, so that was my, um, you know, furniture business. That's, that's easy, right? You know? But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, adapting and overcoming. How do how do you how do you make uh, paradise in the backyard, right? So, found a way to do it. It sounds like it sounds sounds like you did it. So, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. All right. I got. Um, well, I'll tell you what. I got I got a couple questions for you before we uh, wrap this up here in a few. What um what was that? What was the last book you read, or which favorite book? So the last book I read was a Wayne Gretzky autobiography. Okay. Last book I read. I read a Wayne Gretzky autobiography, but I was like, man, I was probably in high school. I might have been 16 or 17. I don't remember the name of it. You remember the name? What was the name of it? Uh, Wayne Gretzky's autobiography. <laughs> Just, okay. All right. I feel like there's probably a handful of them. That wasn't anything original. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So, and that, was, that was many, many years ago. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not much for book reading. Had a cool story. I remember being jealous because I was like, "Man, I mean, I'm growing up trying to play hockey in Texas, like one of the hottest states in the country." And anyway, so so I am actually in on on the edge of reading this book here, which is a, a story written by Dennis Murak, who was a, a great NHL player uh, for you know many many years, and he was short like me, but he was like five foot six, right? But he was tough as nails and fifty goal scorer. So he he actually. Uh, when we did a charity event for Harvey here, and we brought a lot of NHL alumni down to play in this charity event to raise money for Harvey victims, um, you know, he went ahead and uh, brought his books and you know did a book signing for everybody and wrote in here, you know, thanks day for everything. And that's cool. So I, I, I actually, you, you prompted me now to to read this book because I haven't read it. It's it's just a nice little show. What's the name here. of it again? What's the name of that one? The name of this book is. The unforgettable story of hockey's forgotten six, 60 goal man. So he scored 60 goals in the year, this guy. Damn. Yeah, 60 That's goals cool. back then. That was a lot of goals to score back in mid 70s. It is, you know, they're basically yeah. playing, uh, not, you know, you just, it was crazy. So, yeah. So, and then I know you, I don't know if I've seen pictures probably hanging in your office or on your Facebook or somewhere, but you used to sponsor the Houston Arrows before we lost them, right? Or so, something. Like or so, what have you sponsored hockey-wise? Or I mean, or, yeah, yeah. So I so I sponsor um, a group uh, called three uh, called Star Skaters. Star Skaters is a group here in Houston that uh, provides therapeutic skating therapy for veterans. Well, for veterans, they do the sled hockey, the three-on-three -three sled hockey, and right. uh, but but for other people that are physically challenged or mentally challenged or have some kind of impairments, they use uh, skate therapy to, um, well, to, to help, to help whoever. Right, yeah. You know, just, and just get them out there. It's like equine therapy only with skates and no horse. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, another, it's another form of therapy. And uh, so we sponsor that group, uh, Star Skaters. You'll, you could actually look that up. But uh, if we're actually we're, doing we're it on three, a three-on-three -three tournament on the 27th of 
uh, this month to raise money for, for the sled hockey and star skaters. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I so I do a lot in the hockey community and for really anybody that needs uh, needs a little support. Pine uh, Varsity Hockey Team, we sponsor that as well. So well, Who's hockey I, team? Klein, Klein, uh, Klein, Klein, okay. Yeah, the school. They have a varsity hockey team, and we'll, and we'll we sponsor them as well. I played for Bel Air High School, and Klein was – we were pretty good. Klein was always one of the best, for sure. I remember that. And I think there's two high schools. I'm going back. I don't know, so correct me if I'm wrong. Is Klein Oaks, is that one? They have a hockey team, too? Or I don't know if it's Klein Oaks. Or there's a couple, though. Whatever. They, they, they were good. And I just want to give you a shout out and a thank you. I mean, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I mean, I, I, I got I to gotta take this opportunity to go one step further. Not only did he get me to commit to show up and play hockey, I mean, I, I got, you know, got a, got a pair of skates and I literally helped my parents move in my, all my hockey equipment from when I was playing for University of Houston, had been in the attic forever. And I mean, I'm talking about 30 days ago after holding on and not putting it on for 15 years, I'm, I'm helping my parents move, cleaning out the garage. I'm looking at some super old rusted pads that literally hadn't touched this body in 15 years. I'm like, and dad was like, really? Yeah, I threw it out. And I was like, yeah, man. I mean, you know, honestly, like shit, if I'm, if I'm going to, if I'm going to pick up and go play in a men's league or something like that, I'll just, you know, I'll make the investment, you know, and I'll, I'll get some stuff. This stuff's old and, you know, doesn't not in the best shape or whatever. <laughs> Within a month, Dave and I meet, you know, and, and he, and, and so anyway, so I show him like, man, I, I have, virtually nothing he shows up with a trash bag of all this equipment it's like here you go kind of outfitted me and you know since then i picked up a couple things but literally i'm talking from stick to helmet to you know like literally head to toe minus skates um and i appreciate that a whole bunch and then you know i was trying to give it back to him after the practice like man everything then the bag's yours just like you know i just want to you know help promote the best sport on the planet and uh and and you know and if that you know helps get you back on the ice then um you know, I, I feel like I did my good deed in the, in the hockey world, something to, you know, said something kind of similar to that. And I was just like, yeah. wow. I was impressed, man. Why again, I wore the hockey shit for you. So outside of just the business and things that you're doing for the real estate community, just on a personal level for me, you know, we went out and had uh, you know, breakfast and uh, stuff after it was a nine or 9. AM Saturday situation. And I was like, I got to get myself a gun there couple of the hockey guys like you know this is the guy that got taylor back on the ice for the first time in 15 years obviously was not an easy thing to do my parents had kind of been asking when are you gonna go play you should go you know skate your kids will get a kick out of watching you skate for whatever reason that wasn't enough but dave got to me in, in the way that i need to be gotten to, to to get me to go skate again so there you go and this is supposed to be about you but i just want to say thank you so <laughs> i appreciate that you're welcome yeah all right um, all right, back to you. A couple more questions before we get out of here. Let's see. What uh, speaking of, well, I'll kind of keep it hockey a little bit. What, what's your uh, favorite sports team? Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs, fantastic. How about uh, what's a uh, what's a secret talent that you got, Dave? That maybe everybody doesn't know. Something that, that wow. you get at. Okay. Um, let's see. I um. I don't have a secret talent, Taylor. I I, I don't have a I don't have a superpower in any kind of Hobby way. Then outside of hockey, what 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 else do you like to do? So, so no, I just um, I, I guess it's my uh, 
my my forever optimism. I I, I I'm, I'm I'm not overly optimistic. I'm just forever optimistic. I I, I don't look at any anything that comes across my path as a as as, as a negative. I always look at it as an opportunity to um, make it into something better. So so I guess if there's if there's anything, uh, it's no secret. And it's no something that no, you know. Huge. It's just it's just who I am. I I I have I, I give if somebody needs something I'll give if you know even if they don't ask for the help I'm gonna I can a lot of times see that they could probably use a little help and I'll offer it right. So I just I just try to be the best I can every single day right. So. Yeah, every time I talk to you, hey man, how you doing? He's like, I'm great. Taylor's trying to take over the world. That's what he tells me. Like last, I tell you that, yeah. last four times, I think I've talked to you. It's like pinky in the brain. Yep, yep, yep. No, that is uh, absolutely right. But that's uh, that's what I preach in my daily disruptions all the time, you know. And and, uh, and I really, pot, you know, just being optimistic. People need that right now. So, yep, that's uh, probably why we click. All right, what's your favorite restaurant? What do you eat there? Fleming's. Fleming Steakhouse is my my favorite restaurant. My wife and I go there at least once a month on a Friday, and uh, we sit at the same table, booth by the bar. Um, we feel our drinks can get to us quicker that way, less less area for them to walk, less spillage from the drink on the way to the table. No, so Fleming's has always made me a perfect steak, crab. Uh, just the best meal I, I can I've never been disappointed with a meal or a drink or the service at Fleming's fantastic what are the drinks before the steak wine martini what are you drinking oh yeah so my wife will they actually have wine flights over there now but uh, generally uh, it's a dirty martini for my wife or a nice cab or uh, for her uh, for me it's uh, usually a good crown and coke or if they have a, a, a good gin lately they have um, aviator gin the Ryan Reynolds gin uh, nice. that it's really good with tonic and a lime. So it's a gin and tonic for me or a um, or a good rye whiskey, a Canadian rye whiskey or crown. Those Sounds are my like those are my go-tos. That's dinner. Just had lunch and you're making me hungry, man. All right, all right. What about what's your favorite product or brand that you can't live without? Hmm. Well, I could not live without Molson Canadian as a beer. <laughs> all right there you go no, I, I, I i think i i yeah i i think um i think like many in the world today well okay so there's two there's two things okay on my on my day-to-day -day, uh, adventures i can't i can't live without this this mobile device which like does everything you can it, you're connected to the face of the the face of the earth with this mobile device and i can't live without this on a daily basis it's no not way. an addiction. It, it is a necessity to me to to communicate <clears throat> with the world in a an efficient manner. And I other thing that I can put this away on is uh, I cannot live without the beach. I have to have a beach to go to a few times a year, get my feet in the water, and see an ocean of opportunity. So I can't live without the beach either. I'm right through with you, man. I mean fishing now hockey's back but and just beach things um that's that's where it's at you know and i'm not working i prefer to be doing this thing so yep sunsets gotta have sunsets sunsets right. and sunrises can't live without those either no no no, no. that's right 
right. Uh, last question. What's the best advice, Dave, that you ever got and who gave it to you? Well, okay. So, so it's kind of a, kind of a funny one here. You, you kind of hit, hit a small nerve there as a matter of fact. Um, Good. So this is a negative positive word of advice okay. uh, that I received from my father. Uh, who's passed away for many years, um, and and my father was was a good good man, but my father had a lot of things that he was that he went through. All right, um, alcoholism was was his biggest downfall. Right, and uh, and one of the things that um, you know when before he left, when he had moved out and went somewhere, and kind of never saw him again. Right, but the words that he last said to me um, was to. Um, you know, to be a leader, don't be a follower, don't end up like me. So be a leader, not a follower. That's the best words of advice I've ever heard. I, and I, and I hear them every day. No, that's, uh, it hits home with me too. I, I, um, I love that. I think that's uh, fantastic. And I, and I, you know, obviously didn't know that story, but I, I, I tell my kids to be a leader, you know, on a daily basis. It's, uh, you know, I tell them my, my little phrase for them to make them remember. I'm like, be a leader, not a sheep. But, you know, same thing. It's right there. So, yeah. It's awesome. Well, hey, Dave, thank you so much for being on the show. One more time, please tell, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, anybody, please reach out to them. You know, if you're in real estate, this is a fantastic company and guy to partner with and can probably, you know, help you. If, I mean, help, if, you know, as a, if he can help you sell a house faster, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I think that uh, that staging is one of the most underestimated pieces in speeding up the transaction that's overlooked because maybe you want to save a buck or you don't want to spend the money or whatever. I don't know. Risk versus reward. So, to me, this is it's a no-brainer. So if I may throw a quick plug, and I, and I know we're out of time, but I got to throw a Please. quick yeah, plug. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you to you know, say how to get a hold of you. Is, again and stuff. Is, Go for is it. That, that we all, that when a, a realtor just wants to rent product and maybe they can't afford a stager necessarily and they want something done in a more an express type of manner or a more affordable budget and maybe their client just doesn't want to spend it um we we really can accommodate things we do we do things for as little as a month we could do three rooms fully staged and provide a professional stager to do the job for as little as uh, all three rooms with the stager with the accessories complete for as little as 650 dollars a month and that, that's, nobody is even coming anywhere near touching that price. So it's not expensive. And if they just want to say, well, this house is going to sell fast. Okay, maybe so, but the house is going to sell faster if you stage it. Well, I don't want to spend five grand on staging. Okay, well, don't. Spend $650. we will give you a professional stager. Let's make the pictures, give it some real pop. Done. Beauty. You're going to pay for the photography anyways. Wouldn't you rather pay for the photography, photography with it fully staged for next to nothing? Yeah. So that's why you call me. <laughs> it's worth the shot. So uh, yeah, again, how can people get a hold of you? 713-498-7956. Email David at HoustonFurnitureRentals.com. There you are. Houston Furniture Rentals. Dave Stedman, owner, CEO, president. <laughs> he wears a lot of hats over there. Hey, thank you so much for being on. I'm going to sign us off, guys. Uh, Thank you for checking us out every Tuesday, two o'clock. We uh, drop a show and again, you can uh, follow us on YouTube, see all of our videos. There's a bunch of great people on there. 
And uh, yeah, Spotify favorite podcast app. We're, we'll, you know, love to see you there and we'll, we'll see you Tuesday at two o'clock. So Dave, thank you again. And everybody else, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thanks.